0: Some get some so burpee action trumps. going on here boys get those triceps going <laughs>
1: <laughs> so first off how you doing man yeah,
0: i'm doing good feeling a whole lot better than over the you know the last few days of being a, a bit rough but you i'm I'm, I'm definitely feeling a whole lot better now good i'm uh There for a little oh, while. dude, I was dumb as a brick <laughs> for, a, for a couple of days there. You I mean, maybe well, though, like... maybe maybe nobody noticed. I don't know, but man, I was like 11 out of 10 on everything that I was doing, and it felt like a four out of ten. I but think you're doing pretty well. I, I was do doing well. okay, but I was feeling it. Yeah. I was feeling the uh, burn rate. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Oh, Yuri, man, what's hey, buddy, up, buddy? How you doing?
2: Hello, hello, Marfan.
1: Good, good. good to see you. Uh, and there's zach boom that bag.
0: coming in oh well freshly shaven
1: <laughs> i am not i just i got this nice Me too. Uh,
0: it's like it's like oh, your uh, your your brother from it's like your 10 years younger brother <laughs> zach it really does someone said that the other day too wow like are you still in high school or what is even going on over there oh, my backpack off Totally. <laughs> I think he Superman
3: lunchbox—he
1: could fit in pretty well. I think you'd like slide right into uh, <laughs> uh, maybe not quite elementary, junior high. I'll give you okay, ju- high. Oh my, let's keep it at, let's keep it at senior high. Let's <laughs> okay. let's keep it at senior high. less weird. Yuri, yeah. nice to meet uh, you. I've
3: never met you or chatted with you. I always watch your videos, so it's, it's awesome to be on here with you.
2: Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. So
1: we have uh, we have a question from the audience right right away. Awesome. Um, if you guys want to jump in unless there's something that's on uh, on your guys' mind. Any thoughts, any questions, anything that you're like jump in. about? Jump in. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh bam. here we go. As his teachings are often quoted by military and civilian leaders, not specifically for the direct military tactics, but more so a way of thinking and living. What made Sun Tzu so revolutionary? Was he truly revolutionary in the tip of the spear, or was he just the smartest uh, to write those thoughts down? So that's the first part. Let's discuss that part, and then we'll get into the follow-up. Who wants to jump on that first?
0: That's a... I don't mind jumping in real Absolutely. quick, just to, I don't know, not set the stage, but at least yep. uh, an interesting thought. Yep. Um, so Sun Tzu, of course read pretty much everything's put out i've got a couple of his books laying around and uh in fact if maybe i've got the time while uh, someone else is talking uh, i'm not gonna bother there's there's a magazine article from the canadian military when i was out on my army sniper course and um there was a a, a combat reporter there and they were going around and asking the troops uh what their thoughts were on what it means to be a sniper and nobody was really coming up with much. And one of the DS or directing staff pointed the reporter over to me and said, go talk to that guy. And I was a sergeant at the time. And, um, and they said, what does it mean uh, for you to be a sniper? And I just quickly rattled off uh, and I paraphrased uh, Sun Tzu. And, uh, and it, w- it goes along the lines of this. Uh He who is prudent and patiently waits for an enemy who is not shall be victorious. And so that's a loose paraphrase, but essentially, what it meant to me was patience will show you everything. Yeah. And so um it worked for me as a sniper. it works it works in a number of different careers. It works in a in a lot of life. Uh, but uh, as I was reading Sun Tzu back then and even to this day, Is anyone really sure that Sun Tzu wrote that? Or is it just a case of Sun Tzu was having a coffee with a dude one day Mm. and overheard him say it, and Sun Tzu was just the accumulator of wisdom who then had the wherewithal to be able to capture it for the rest of humanity on written paper. And so neither one matters to me. It doesn't matter if he invented it or if he just heard it and wrote it. Neither matters. The fact remains that it is out there, and it is oh so valuable. But it's just a thought, you know, was he a super smart guy, or was he a super smart listener?
1: Yeah. I, I've heard a number of things stating that perhaps that he wasn't actually even one person, like that he was multiple people that they came together. Yuri, what do you got?
2: Okay, first of all, we even don't know was uh, it's a real man. Yes. Because now a historian uh, can't even say it was a really uh, Chinese uh, leader uh, military warlord, or it's uh, just some gathering uh, gathering person from. But uh, first of all, uh, Sanzu is uh, it's a it's, uh, it's a way of uh, Chinese world civilization. And what we can see from Sanzu Tzu's thoughts is that uh, it's old sentence, world wars never change. Mm. So from uh, fire, uh, five uh, age before, uh, 7,000 uh, uh, ages, uh, 7,000 years before us, uh, the war was pretty, pretty the same that now. Mm-hmm. And uh, with this thing, you know, I always hear, oh, it's a new war, or it's a new war. You know, I don't really see nothing new no. uh, now uh, to compare from, for, for example, First World War. The only thing uh, that really changed, it's a nuclear vehicle. The rest, uh, you know, uh, in, uh, in First World War, in Great War, uh, some uh, use uh, television uh, cameras on uh, balloons on big static balloons like now we use the biractars uh, or uh, another client uh, client component of reconnaissance yeah the uh, r- in really if you uh, if you find some uh, the same in, in in situation. You can find all what you need in Sanzu on in. Um, I forget this guy, uh, this uh, war theoretic from von Clausewitz. von Clausewitz, mm. European uh, grad uh, theoretic war theoretic, a real man by the way. Yeah. But it's, ju- it's just it's just a gathering of experience of European uh, or China's war. Yeah, and if uh, we uh, describe these two concepts, uh, China's concept is more complex. Uh, they say not uh, about situation, but also about the situation where war did not begin or over, and what benefits you have from uh, from uh, from your war. Uh, from your uh, take part in, in into the world. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Yeah, it's a uh, that the, it's very similar to a lot of a lot of people who have just gathered a ton of knowledge. Zach, you got any thoughts on this?
3: You know, from from my perspective, I think it is just what made him so revolutionary. Is I think he's relatable from a metaphorically perspective.
0: So, mm.
3: you know, if you're a small business, how do you look at Sun Tzu? And the art of war and his principles and strategies and apply them in everyday perspective. So let's just say as being a human being, discipline, you know, instead of focusing on so many things, being present and just narrowing in and completing a task. I think it's, uh, it's applicable today and for tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. The, uh, the real benefit is being able to understand it. Right. That's, that's the key. For this, and, and we've said this before, is that maybe not, maybe all this knowledge, none of it's really new, it's, it's just on how it's interpreted. And you know, you the point you made, Yuri, about war never changes, it's the the weaponry changes, sure, but war, it's pretty much the same across the board. John, you got something?
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, I was hoping uh, to key in on the revolutionary part, but Zach beat me to it, <laughs> so um. I agree. The 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 key to Sun Tzu being revolutionary, uh maybe it was more revelationary, mm-hmm. uh, is um that he I think it was just said that he, you know, he he gave simple advice or he gave advice that was approachable. Whereas I think the real um secret to Sun Tzu or the real magic behind his writing is it might appear simple writing, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's so simple that you can, if you give it zero thought, you can think, he who is, pr- he who is prudent patiently waits for an enemy who is not shall be victorious. Oh, patience. Oh, well, I've got to be patient. Okay, time to carry on with my day. And that's, that's the extent of the thought that you give to it. Or you can spend an entire year thinking about that sentence. It all depends on how deep you want to go down the rabbit hole, baby. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the revelationary or revolutionary uh, uh, pieces about uh, Sun Tzu is that it's simple enough writing that it can encourage you to see it for less simple writing. It can be really complex writing, Mm -hmm. even just a simple sentence. So that's that's where I find it to be a different form of writing up until uh, maybe over the last 10 15 years there's been lots of efforts to sort of mimic uh in a modern sense but uh i think that sun Tzu's book was so uh universally spread around certainly in the military is because for um for certain levels of military you can pick up that book and think oh yeah i gotta be patient Check. And then, you know, obviously it was mandatory reading within certain uh, leadership uh, academies and et cetera in different uh, armed forces. And at those levels where perhaps someone can think a little bit deeper, or complex, or intellectualism is a little more uh, rampant, then uh, that simple sentence of be patient can be extrapolated out into something much more nuanced and, and uh, revelationary mm-hmm. so that um, it can be impactful across a much broader team. So I believe it it was an important book for its style and how it can be approachable from the guy in the trench all the way up to the leader of the uh, uh, combat arms. Yeah
1: yeah, I agree the um, one of the things I really liked about Sun Tzu first off, the art of war as well as uh, the Book of Five Rings. Was the fact that it was a lot of open-ended statements, right? Then, like you said, you can dive into them all you want, right? If you want to get deep into it, you can get deep into it. Yeah, you're. What do you got?
2: You know, uh, I don't know really, but I believe it was James Bradley who says uh, is a very uh, simple thing: find the enemy, hit with all your power, and uh, keep moving. So on on. With this simple thought Sanzu is uh, uh, even uh, too complex for for more for many many military officers you know uh, that's because in his engine uh, uh, you can't uh, gather so many power on your uh, bank and just smash your enemy with simple things you need you need to think how to uh, to do to take uh, if you read uh, clearly you you can take his power his mind uh, his uh, initiative his uh, landing and it's it's a different things so maybe it's uh, also uh, for us it uh, fresh information because we uh, now on our war we have enemy that uh, in 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 our on our uh, you know on our level of technical of uh, military power of economy power and we uh, can't just smash him with uh, just uh, simple things we need we need to learn and need to be clever than they yeah, or if it was...
1: yeah fighting a near peer is never easy when you have similar technology similar stuff similar uh gear when all of it's the same that's when the nuance starts to play into it so let's let's think about the um the second question here which is uh follow up to that who is a modern day sun tzu to you and why let's dive into that one zach i'm gonna throw you on the fire you're gonna go first
3: folks of the collective
1: (laughs) <laughs> and why? You know, I,
3: I say it every day. It's like, it's amazing to see the resources uh, that the collective brings, not just to the military community, but to people in general, like everyday civilians like myself, uh, learning from you guys tactics and applying them to real world situations. Even it doesn't have to be business, but it can just be communicating with others, waiting, patience, timing, um, when to give it your all, when not to. It's just, it's beautiful to hear you guys.
0: So it's definitely the
1: collective, That's the modern hard. day. I like it. Sean or Yuri, what
0: do you guys think? Yeah, I don't mind throwing my two cents in, in. And thanks for saying that, Zach, because I was kind of feeling the same way, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> 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 uh, what I was going to, if if I had to take the mic first, I was going to lead in with this, that um, my, my modern day Sun Tzu is the interwebs. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I'm, I'm responsible to read the book in a way that, uh, makes me more, uh, effective. That's for sure. But uh, it just so happens that the the collective manages to collect the kind of people that I want to learn from and doesn't (laughs) necessitate. It isn't necessary for me to go out and, and find them on my own. I mean, we're finding each other in a weird way, and and it it makes my life a whole lot easier to be able to go to a sing not a just a single source, but go to a source that provides so much knowledge to me. Uh, so I, I really like what the collective has got going on. I like that. Well, yeah, Yuri, what do you got?
2: Uh, well, uh, about me, uh, I certainly read uh, a lot of books. Uh, I read now and some field manuals, uh, some uh, technical uh, manuals about uh, weapon, the tactics, uh, hand-to-hand combat. Because it's now is uh, part of my life, mm-hmm. it's my job. And but uh, uh, with that, I read uh, a lot of uh, war memoirs, uh, you know. And I, what what I figure out. We have a lot of, uh, you know, it's, it's not, uh, I, I just said, maybe you don't agree with me, but we have a lot of memoirs, uh, the Navy SEALs who killed uh, some Afghan guys uh, or Taliban guys or easy uh, guys, but we really don't know about uh, the memories from uh, another, uh, another side of this war. Mm-hmm. Uh, i just uh, find uh, you know the general who was uh, killed by a drone uh, in iran mm-hmm. i forgot a uh, uh, guy who uh, was in, in, in was chief of uh, special forces of basiji iranian uh, military and uh, the what what was interesting? They, if when uh, he remembering his uh, war, his uh, parting in war, they do the same thing as we. They also drew recon. They also gathered, gathering, uh, firing uh, uh, some grenade launchers and uh, machine guns. On. And they also got uh, special troops for uh, for fighting into trenches and. Uh, it, it also very interesting, but uh, what about collective? You know, we need uh, to uh, to uh, to get uh, right questions. As for me, as for me, as a person, I like to bring some of my ideas and uh, get to the to the guys from collective to the chance to the show and. Uh, listen what uh, they think about about my thoughts because uh, it it's uh, maybe the same uh, thoughts as my but from another perspective from another level of experience uh, I think that it's the man and uh, if uh, someone who watches us if you want to to give some questions don't be shy it's uh, we I think we have professionals here who can answer on uh, any any of your question. Maybe it, it was uh, answer that you don't like, but it was it, it, it might it uh, definitely was a true uh, answer from uh, good professional guys with yeah. good experience.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Because this is my my entire goal when I'm scheduling people, is to just bring a new level of experience, a new level of uh, of uh, a new outlook, a different different viewpoint, different whatever, so that we can actually discuss these things. Because it's the only way we bring these things into the light. Um, and really, my answer is pretty simple. I think the modern day Sun Tzu is Jocko, because I believe that Sun Tzu probably over time became an amalgamation of information similar to extreme ownership, right? He says many times that none of this is new. None of this stuff that he he did, he invent and he's just writing it down. That's the simplest way that he knew how to do it. I find that the, uh, probably the most reasonable answer to any type of leadership or tactics or anything like that is that it is an amalgamation and then we can all figure it out for ourselves because that's what we have to do. We got to figure out how to apply it that's that's the the true test of any sort of information is it can it be applicable to everybody and then go from there so i think that's where i would go um yeah and add to your point yuri if anybody got questions out there shoot them shoot them to us put them in the comments hit hit me up in the dms whatever you got oh excuse me and uh we'll discuss speaking of
0: speaking of by the way Uh, Over the last, I'd say, week and a bit, I've had a couple of comments, and and what they've been, the general theme is this, Uh, any DMs that uh, you get, chance, or any comments or whatever, put up more, like, let people understand the level of interactivity that is going on, and and don't feel like you have to flash up a, a good morning, gents, for about, 0.5 seconds so that i've got to try to register what it is (laughs) i mean you can leave things up hanging around for a little while is the comment that i was given i like it i for sure
1: um speaking of which we uh, there was a great comment that came in that we should probably discuss right here the best leaders don't give you answers but the tools to ask the questions you think that's an accurate statement i do does it need any development anybody got any thoughts on this in general
0: yeah sure i do if you if you leave it up I'm going to leave it. I'm not touching it. Hands up. I think that that is a really uh, classic statement. Of course, it doesn't apply to everyone at every time on every location. These are all context- and They're based on when a good leader thinks is the right time to do the right thing. And a good leader will know when and with who and why. So it's not always a 100% given that there's this cookie cutter, cookie-cutter solution of you're all you're always gonna be given the tools, 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 tools. You're always gonna be given the duh duh, duh duh. You're always it's always gonna be this, this, this. That's not the way it is. That's not what a good leader does. But generally speaking, I, I uh, agree with this comment. And uh, and I would say that if if you're young in the game or new in the game and uh, you've got to really, you recognize the great leader in front of you, whoever that is, it's your master corporal, it's your sergeant, it's your warrant officer, it's whatever. Um, And they're, they're not doing it the way that you read it here. They're always giving you the answers and you don't feel like you're being given any tools. Well, maybe that's just the right thing to do at that time for you because you just got out of basic training. And so there is, a, there is a unfolding of responsibility that is given to you so that you can go out and kind of screw up things a little bit, but not go out and screw up things too badly. Mm-hmm. And so with each individual, depending on the phase of their career and their peanut, uh, you can interact with them in this manner, as the preferred manner, but that isn't always the case. Yeah. Yuri, you had a point? Yep, of course.
2: (laughs) So, uh, I don't uh, remember, do uh, do I say to you, but I have some practice in uh, Zen, in Buddhism practice, so... Here are uh, two ways uh, to go to the higher level of uh, your religion skills. I would say it so. One of them, you uh, be into the, uh, like a monk, uh, to some uh, uh, closed, uh, uh, closed uh, some castle or, or cave or something else. You don't see another uh, people. You just uh, pray and do your practice. And another way, you just live into uh, your real life, but uh, your uh, your teacher give you some uh, some uh, mind uh, mind questions. If you see movies with Bruce Lee, he
0: don't look at the moon.
2: <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. But, uh, the, uh, the first, uh, it was uh, you all hear the sound of two, uh, two palms. But uh, how it sounded, uh, one palm thing, one palm mm-hmm. slap. And uh, someone someone always say, it's a slap on your face. And there is no right answer. The way how you to get into this problem and deal with them. it's the main. The main thing, it's your own experience and what you get for, for, for this. And at the end of, the, uh, of the, your practice, you must uh, answer immediately. The main thing there that it's, when you uh, say immediately, it's your own answer, not answer of uh, some great man, great teacher, uh, great, war it's your answer. And what's uh, the main thing here with uh, you guys that you answered with with your your experience of life? Yeah, you have some uh, military uh, military some bases, but you throw it from uh, from all your life, and now you can answer with. With uh, from your heart, from your mind, and uh, again, uh, it's uh, there is no simple answers. You know, we can uh, take out our mind and uh, give to someone. We must uh, to to teach this person to think in in right right way.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Zach, what do you got?
3: Well. I agree with you guys all on this, but my question to you is this, is how do we know who's the right leader, especially in this day and age? Um, there's so much noise, especially on social media. Everyone's chanting that they're a guru of something. You know, how do we not get tricked into following someone for the wrong agenda or the wrong purposes, you know, their own selfish needs?
0: That's a good question. Well, I've... I, I've Got two things that I'd like to say. Um, there you so, 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 so remind me that I've got a second thing to say. Okay, <laughs> and it's in respect to tools. Uh, the first thing is uh, Zach. To your point, um, which I hadn't intended on touching on, but it's coincidence because just before I jumped onto this uh, live, I was blip blip blipping with my buddy Seb Lavoie, and uh, he'd sent me a WhatsApp a message, and it was uh, it was. I'm not going to go into the details of it, but it was how we're both generally disappointed with uh, people who are representing themselves as coaches out there in the sense of day one, they show up to the start line called trying to do it better. You've never been a coach in your life. And now you're into the program of becoming a coach. And by day three, they're coaching and and they're putting their little shingle out there on the interwebs called I'm a coach. I'll coach you. Well, not, not even just a coach, a life coach, a life coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if they know a guy who knows a guy who heard of a guy who may have been a special operator, now they're a coach who has coached special operators. And so um, all of a sudden you've got a, you've got a guy who's representing himself as something that he's not, that he is incapable of doing, but more correctly. And, and perhaps the most importantly is he's going to lead people astray because the reason he started on day one and is now at day three is because he was astray. Mm -hmm. He joined up because he didn't have his act together of whatever program he's on. And three days later, he's trying to run the show with a new business called I'm a Life Coach, and I know a guy who was a special operator. (laughs) And so it's it's a crazy world to me. I've been watching it for a long time, and uh, it makes no sense. It's thoroughly frustrating, and I'm thoroughly disappointed with people who take that shortcut of a two day long, uh, uh, Sigma international coaching course. <laughs> and, and next thinking, thing you know, and, and I, was I see just it of that. every single day. Yep. And, and I, I, it's so crazy to me, but it is a problem. Mm-hmm. And, um, how, how do you, how do you recognize when it's, a, a guy who is, uh, doing this kind of thing? You got to ask around. If you can't figure out if it's legit or not, you got to ask around. Mm -hmm. And the other part is be patient. Like if you see a little Instagram ad pop up that says uh, for only $99, you can be a CEO in seven days. Be patient. He who is prudent and patiently waits for an enemy who is not shall be victorious. Mm -hmm. So if you can just be patient a little bit, that business, that fool, will disappear because they shortcutted their way in two days to think that they're now going to be Sigma International Prime Star. See you later. You, you won't be around in a year because yeah. you don't have the experience. You don't have the wherewithal. You never started off with righteousness.
3: Yeah, and, and you know you're so right on that. I was clearing out my junk mail in December um, from like 2015, 2016, some old. Personal email addresses, and all of a sudden, I'm seeing these websites. I'm like, "Oh, okay." It said, "Yeah, you can do this with your life and create all this, whatever." I clicked on the website. They don't exist. They don't exist. Mm-hmm. They don't exist. I think there was like twenty of them. I said, "Wow! Imagine if someone had given the money and and people gone.
1: did,
3: yeah, yeah,
0: for sure, people did." What's uh, the second thing you wanted to say? Well, Sean? Yeah, thanks for reminding me. So which is really, I guess, maybe why we're here, uh, <laughs> other than throwing the fools under the bus. Um, so tools, um, one of the things that you can do as a leader in order to uh, improve your troops, your, your, your section, your platoon, your company, whatever, um, is even, even if they just got out of basic training and they know next to nothing, one of the best tools you can give them is the tool called curiosity. Mm-hmm. And sadly, when you get out of basic training, when you're just a young buck, you you don't have enough curiosity because it, at least for me in the infantry, it was pretty hard back in the day. I don't know what it's like now. And I mean, a hard leadership style. Hopefully it's not quite as hard as it was back then. It's not that hard anymore. Yeah, Yeah, I've heard. And so um, curiosity was a thing that just wasn't like constantly happening all the time because you're kind of constrained, man. There, there was, there was boundaries and, you know, you were kind of, someone was always cracking you with a whip and you didn't feel Mm -hmm. like you had much ability to explore or be really curious because you were, you were too busy being concerned about when the next uh, whip crack was going to come because you stepped half an inch over the line. And so it wasn't a very fruitful environment back then in, the, in respect to if you had a curious mind, which I did. And so I did a lot of push-ups. Uh, but um, nowadays, as a good leader, I think the tool of curiosity is something that you should be deploying not only constantly so that the troops can see that that's the right approach, but you've got to teach them not only through leadership by example, but literally teach them to become curious and uh it's just not something hey chance did you take a class called curiosity 101 in the uh i did not no i did not no no (laughs) uh
1: you know one of the 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 funny things about this the, the question that you asked zach my first thought was watch them that like if you are unsure of somebody's um credentials or whether or not this person is a good leader watch them just watch what they do and be patient as sean said but if and if you don't see what they do that should tell you something right because if they're not showing themselves especially online if they're not showing themselves doing the things that they're asking other people to do they're not doing them and they're not they're not leading by example so you need to be able to if you're gonna yeah exactly it's just people telling and the point you made sean was the 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 resurgence of coaching in general uh i think it was seen as a quick like it's an easy check mark i can go on a three-day course and i'll be a life coach and then i get to tell other people to do (laughs) instead of myself and make money doing it right that's the
3: other thing is oftentimes you're making money doing that you know yeah the people that get this and I know a few coaches personally, um, that have become life coaches and they're like, well, Zach, I'm not able to get any, get any clients. It's like, well, any normal person will realize that, you know, you're not, what is life? What is a life coach? Aren't we all
0: on this journey? Like every day we're learning unless you choose not to, right?
1: That's good. How do you know
0: life? You know, interesting. I've never thought about it, Zach, but, uh, you know, like I've been approached, uh, a lot about being a life coach and uh no thanks so um only maybe for the right person or persons at the right time in history which is not right now because I'm freaking busy Mm -hmm. but um you know I think uh, about as an example it's quite on vogue or at least it used to be at one point uh, in Hollywood where you had a life coach or you know uh, as a CEO you've got a life coach or as a Uh, In the C-suite or in in the uh, command and control suite, uh, Mm -hmm. in the senior leadership suite. Anyone who has uh, an annual uh, box office to all of the hockey games will say uh, it's en vogue to have a life coach uh, to some degree. And I think one of the reasons that maybe that happens is because uh, along the way, um, you know, at those, we'll call them higher levels for lack of a better term, they become so isolated from... Their organization, they become so insular or insulated from the uh, day-to-day interactions with what we'll call "quote unquote" regular people that are are working within the organization, that they disconnect from how to interact uh, because they're not in the trench digging the trench with their trench partner for two and a half days and getting to know another human being in a in a way that is actually meaningful and so they've an amount of people in leadership positions or in positions of we'll call them authority or power or money or influence got there because at one point perhaps they had to insulate themselves from all of the white noise around them in order to stratospherically climb to ceo of whatever massive corporation and now i mean 10 years ago they stopped talking to human beings and getting to know them. They just became about the spreadsheet, the, the drive, the, the numbers, the mm-hmm. deliverables, the milestones, and all of that stuff. And the last time they said good morning to the guy who opened their door was 10 years ago. Yeah. And so they need to reconnect with society. They re- need to reconnect with humanity. And they re- need to reconnect with um, just, just how to do things better. And so the life coach comes along. And then depending on that life coach, whoever that guy is, maybe he or girl is, maybe they're a $10,000 an hour life coach, we'll call it. <sighs> Save yourself $10,000. Go sit in a coffee shop for about an hour and see who hangs out in a coffee shop. And yeah. pretty sure that if you've got a keen eye as a CEO, uh, you should be able to identify an interesting looking character. And then go introduce yourself. Yeah. And congratulations, welcome back to humanity. <laughs> I, uh, You
1: made me think of this Hello. little story. Yuri, uh, yeah, what do you got?
2: Yep. I have three. It's uh, from, again, from Zen Things. Uh, first of all, uh, and you definitely like it. First of all, let's divide uh, the teacher and idea. And there are three criteria, first of all, uh, if uh, idea don't give you some benefit from start to the end, it's a wrong idea. Second one, if teacher doesn't live uh, in way how he teach, it's a wrong teacher. And third one, even uh, right idea with right teacher, which uh, practice in uh, with... uh right uh, attitude is uh, without uh, right way it's more dangerous than wrong idea. So that's all I dig you that. can yeah it's it's uh, for for everything not only for religion but for martial arts for our life and another. See it this man see it uh, look at his idea and uh, see it yourself if you, have some benefit with, uh, with this thing. That's okay. And you must practice like this man uh, called. Like the uh, man uh, talking. Talk
1: That's all, yeah. all simple. Yeah, it it is pretty simple when you... When you it's it's a simple concept,
0: but simple difficult to, say. to...
1: Yeah, simple to say, difficult to master. It's hard. And I got this... Uh...
0: Something, something, fact and non-verb, or something, something. <laughs>
1: That's right. And you know what? It, if you live your life looking to be better, that and you know it's it's a great statement. Live your life looking to be better every day. Cool. How do you actually do that? How do you as you how do you physically act on that? Well, you have to find something to be better at specifically and then work on that. <laughs> and fail a whole bunch of times and continue to work on that until you feel that you are
0: better. And then you're like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, you know, the, you you do have to find a thing that thing's called life. Yeah. But if you can't wrap your head around that just yet, go find a singular thing, yeah, which is called, I don't know, tidings or lawn bowling or yeah. throwing darts or making cakes or driving a car or, or flying a kite or making paper airplanes or writing a novel or whatever. Find a thing that allows you to relearn how to do the game of life. And then as you're learning, making mistakes, enjoying, not enjoying, all of that stuff, as you relearn that process again, just understand that whatever it is, if you're learning how to fly a kite, that's just learning how to fly life, man. So every day that you're trying to learn something new or new-ish and you're having those little, oh, wow, yeah, yeah, look at me go, (laughs) that's life, man. You just forgot how to do it. Yeah. for your whole life every aspect of your life every single second every single day you've just forgotten the flying the kite thing that whoa look at me go it's it's 100 feet in the air yes i'm flying that's called life yeah. just go do it every day we do it so naturally
1: as children too right we just oh yeah we, buddy we fall right into it like oh that looks cool and you just you're in and you're oh, I'm going to go do that. Oh, that looks cool. And you're going to go do that. And now you're gonna, like, it, it becomes this very, very simple, continual growth process as children. And then I think there's a point where I can't say we stop do- doing it. I think we, we stop allowing it to happen. We think thinking, I'm going to learn this. And you like rigidly follow that path versus just, oh, that looks cool. And you wander in and talk. And similar to what you were saying, Sean, about, you know, walk into a, a coffee shop, find somebody that looks interesting, introduce yourself, have a conversation. That used to happen all the time. All the time. And think about how kids make friends. They just wander. over. Like, that Look, what is that guy doing? He's playing on the playground. Whoa, cool. And you're like, hey, man, you want to play? Cool. Yeah, let's do it. It literally is that simple, but easy to say. Difficult to master. Do you think that... uh you think there's something, and maybe as you mature, that that starts to slip away? Or do you think it's more systemic in like how we're raised in the Western
0: world? I, I, I'm just going to say this, cause, and I'm not going to say much, because I don't want to spoil it. Because I think we need to talk about it in a future uh, The Collective. I, I'm going to write it down. Last, <laughs> you will need to, because <laughs> we're going to need to do it. Uh, you'll just have to figure out how to not block us mm. uh, when you're showing the videos. And uh, it is, uh, last night I watched the interview with Grand Thumb and uh, mm. Christian Craghead. Yep. Uh, and, and some guys Had been, did you watch it yet, Yuri? Uh,
2: a little. Uh, okay.
0: But, uh, I won't say, I'm not going to spoil I know anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything <laughs> for anyone. Okay. Uh, also, I'm going to, uh, by spoiler, I mean go freaking watch it today. I mean, please. Uh, the reason that I really enjoyed that interview is because it showed a different side of the uh, uh, Obi-Wan Nairobi and uh, like really different side. But here's what I took away from it. I was like, what is that dude me? What is even going on right now? Cause as he was telling his story, like I was that kid. I mean, he was talking about when he was running around with his Rambo knife, like humming the humming the movie uh, music uh, soundtrack in his head as he was ducking and dodging behind the trees and and playing the game as he was eleven years old. Dude, I was doing I was doing all all of the things that he said. I was doing all of those things because that's what felt right to me. Yeah. And so, why I raise that point is, um. You, you got to understand who you are. Yeah. He knew who he was. I knew who, who I was. I didn't get in my way. I just got on with doing me. And it didn't matter if anyone understood it or not. Yeah, wild geese, buddy. Um, one of my fave moves back in the day, for sure. Uh, Richard Burton, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so um, that that's who I was. That's what I did. I didn't question it. I just did it. And uh, it's fascinating to me that all at nearly 60 years of age, watching uh, 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 this thing last night and listening to him talking about how he was a kid running around with his Rambo knife. I was like, man, I can't believe other people did that kind of stuff. So it was amazing to hear it from him because he's super legit, of course. Um, And so I would encourage anyone to go listen to that interview. And then once the interview's finished, some point in the interview, uh, stop and think about who you were when you were 11 and what excited you. And w- are you still in touch with that kid? Cause I mean, I'm still the, the, the kid running around hunting squirrels. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, that's who I am. That's what I do. And, and I, I still, I still think that there's a part of me that is John J Rambo. I mean, I, I can't lie about it that's just how my peanut works i as a, as a as a quick aside just a few days ago i was into our local grocery store called ferrars here in Roseland, and uh, one of the guys who works there he's a really good guy i won't give his name I, every time we talk uh, pretty much uh, briefly we don't get into each other's business but uh, he said hey i was listening to uh, your live chat the other day i didn't realize you uh, grew up in grand cash in alberta and i said yeah i did and he said, wow, man, Grand Cash is like the Hope BC. It's like the Hope of 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 Alberta. Mm-hmm. And Hope BC, of course, being the reference to John J. Rambo, and that's where John did his thing. And I said, yeah, you know what? You're right. Grand Cash, where John J. Rambo would have been if he was in Alberta. And he said, yeah, yeah. man, like I was listening to that, I was thinking, you're freaking John J. Rambo. And I looked at him, and I said... Yeah, I am see you later, pal. That was it. <laughs> but that's how I feel, man. That's how I feel. Yeah. It the uh
1: that that child sometimes goes away. We got a great comment here. Uh, it
0: says What it do gets, you mean it goes away? For who? Not for well, me.
1: Not for you. This is so let me it says uh <laughs> it gets discouraged in adults. Oh, I say
0: okay, this is the carry on, gotcha. I gotcha.
1: get that gentle criticism sometimes from people near me. You always throw yourself at new things and never stick with anything for very long. And I think that's where there is a lot of that gentle criticism. And it is a criticism um, that, you know, oh, well, you need to focus. You need to work on school. You need to know what you want to do in in life. And, you know, one of the questions I ask my kids all the time is, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it keeps changing. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, that could be fun. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun, too. Okay, cool. Because for me, I want to show my kids that whatever, do, do something, just pick something, go at it. But when I, when I was a kid, people asked me, what do you want to be? And if I said something different from the previous time, I would get a lot of this of, oh, well, I thought you wanted to be a dot, dot, dot. Haven't you done the dot, 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 whatever it was I said last time, right? And you're like six, you're like seven. You're going to make life choices as a seven-year-old? Come on. Like, that's just, you got to, it's, it's more about being open. But I I hear, I heard that as a kid quite a bit. I could see a lot of people getting told that. And just having your dreams kind of filtered, focused to a point, and then f- all those ex- all that extra stuff that you thought about would
0: slowly fade away. Thoughts on that? Yeah, I put up a clip on my Instagram stories uh, yesterday, and it was from uh, the airborne down in the U.S. And it was just sh- it showed the troops just rifling yeah, out the saw that. Uh, that cool. out the side door. I <laughs> yeah. mean, hustling warp factor three straight out the exit. Uh, Sorry, I'm speaking about parachuting to anyone who is unfamiliar. And so uh, you you can go, it's probably still up on my Instagram stories right now. So what I almost said in that, uh, um, that little clip, instead of saying, you know, live life to your maximum effort kind of thing, here's, here's, I was trying to keep it helpful. But he's thinking when I first saw that clip, before I put it up on uh, my Instagram stories, as I watched those troops go out the door, that's exactly what I was thinking in math class. <laughs> Anytime someone said, hey, Sean, what's one plus one? I was like, I don't freaking care. You're like feet and knees together. Dude, <laughs> you bore me to tears. Yeah. And all I could think of was like, I just want to get it and this sucks. <laughs> so I, I, I was what I was and I am who I am and I'm not saying that I'm like got anything figured out. I'm not that I'm a great person to hang out with. I just am what I am and I didn't fight it and in high school everyone put me to sleep. I was too busy being focused on what I thought would be Radmaster 9000 and math is the last thing that I wanted to do. And so, you know, you, you got to know who you are. And, and to Gerben's point is, if, if, if you're always throwing yourself at new things and they don't stick around for long, then you haven't sat down maybe long enough to think about what you can engage with long enough because it speaks to you for long enough that you can commit to it for a long time. And so that's why I've said in the past that I'm careful with the new things that I take on because I know myself. I know who I am and I know what I do when someone says, hey, Sean, could you look at uh, maybe gathering us all together a little bit better across Canada? I've got to take a moment to think about that because I know myself. Yep. If, and if I say yes, it's freaking on like Donkey Kong. <sighs> i mean mission men me yeah and that's the way i've always been and so for you gerbin i don't know you know i don't know if you know who you are at your core but if if you're a person who like commits then you should be finding it easy to commit to whatever you're doing. You shouldn't be like in for two weeks and then backing out uh, by week three. That's not how I do things, but maybe that's how you do things. So maybe you've got to take time to think about um, maybe dabbling a little bit with things, feels right. And maybe on your 10th dabble, something does one of these, oh, I like that. And now you've Mm -hmm. felt it and now you can get after it but you, I, I don't think anyone should be comfortable with the pattern of dabbling and kicking out, dabbling, kicking out, dabbling, kicking out, as if that's normal, because yeah. it ain't. It's just normalized. So don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on the process. Don't think that just because nine times, that's how it's played out for you, that the 10th time is going to play out. But you have to go in full well, knowing that you're mission-focused committing to so give it your all and see how it plays out see how it feels Mm -hmm. and if on that 10th time it feels like oh yeah this is me then grab your freaking rambo knife (laughs) run around in the forest play the music in your head and have fun doing the thing that is speaking to you i hope that makes sense
1: that makes perfect sense yeah i love the idea of dabbling with a purpose don't just dabble for the sake of dabbling but you know if you want to try a bunch of stuff try a bunch of stuff go for it try it and, don't lose and your inner money. child exactly Yuri, you got a point yep what do you got
2: uh, what i want to say is that you must understand in the discipline it's a uh, thing when you do something uh, what you don't like to get something what you would like
1: mm.
2: and uh, for this perspective uh, for example uh Whatever you uh, choose as uh, your way of life, you stick with uh, things which you don't like. It's a real life. You don't like to get up early. You don't like to do the job, uh, maybe to get more money. You don't like to to take some damages of your health to get a bigger mastering in martial arts and, and... and all the things as the saying uh, buddha first uh, his uh, say the life is struggle but uh, uh, we pass the struggle, we uh, get something what we we need to we, we want we want to to have to get and uh, it's fair because life because of this life is fair you can't Like in uh, computer game, you don't uh, just buy hundred level of your skill. You must practice, practice a lot. You must uh, uh, take mistakes, go through it, and uh, go to your dream. So, uh, or as Sean say, just find your your idea, your goal, and go. To your uh, thing, and if you look, the it's wrong way for you. Okay, find the another way. but uh, thinking about this, you need discipline to get something.
1: Absolutely, I kind of Sarah brought up because uh, I was just explaining that to my my kids this morning as I was driving them to school. Was I was like, if you know, if you really wanted to, what happens if you eat chocolate all the time, every day? And they're like, well, I don't really want chocolate right now. And I had the whole discussion of, well, okay, what is it you want right now? <laughs> right? But eventually it came out to, you know, if you eat a bacon poutine every day because you love bacon poutine, well, then you're going to have to deal with consequences of that. But if you're disciplined about it and you have a bacon poutine maybe once a month, then that becomes a, uh, a reward for the discipline. And I had to sit them down uh, while they were while we were driving. I was like, so, you know, every stripe that you've gotten on your jujitsu belts, how did you get that? And they were like, well, I went to class. I'm like, yeah. And there were days that you didn't want to go to class, right? And they were like, yeah. And then I'm like, and you still went to class, didn't you? Yeah. I'm like, that's how you work it. All right? If you really love something, there's going to be days that you don't really feel like doing it. But you
0: do it anyway. <laughs> you just keep doing it to give you the thing and- that you love. And as a good leader, which is the position that you were in there, mm-hmm. as you were having that conversation with your boys, um, especially at that age, I know I, I was mm-hmm. there myself. Um, you know, there's there's going to be days that they don't even want to go. They don't want to find their gi. They don't want to put their gi on. They don't want to card. They don't want to put their stupid little iPad down or whatever. You know, there's going to be those days. And there's sometimes it's your job to look at them and say. Say what? That was an optional. Mm-hmm. Go get squared away. And I mean, yeah. you say it nicely, but yeah. there's days when you need to do that. And then there's days when you need to look at them and say, okay, uh, so you don't want to go? Cool. Uh, what are the consequences of that? Um, yeah. Let's talk about that. What, what is that going to cost? What is it going to cost you? What is it going to cost us? What is it going to cost your team? What is it going to cost the future? and help them understand not just the fact that uh, it's a day in isolation that only impacts them in that mm-hmm. moment it's literally this <laughs> that's what you're teaching yep. you know you're teaching that mission has the priority and as the leader you're going to put your men before you of course absolutely and then when all of that is taken care of And you can worry about whether your iPad is charged up or not. And so how to teach that to kids is um, unique in every moment based on the kid and et cetera. But it's the same thing as trying to teach it to the troops. A 25-year-old man Mm -hmm. still needs to learn those things because his parents never taught him. So any dads out there with young kids or whatever the case is, if you're struggling, well, make it a righteous struggle, man. Yep. Do better Do better in the moment for your kids, but do better in yourself so that you can learn how to become a more effective leader. If you can't lead your dog, you can't lead a platoon.
2: Yep,
1: yep that's what it comes Did down. I, yeah, Yuri. Gibber, what do you
2: got? A short story from my life. I started uh, to... Uh, I get to the sport uh, gym on in my six years. And, you know, I get to the sample uh, section, I train, and uh, as you know, you train one year, two year, and on third year, you know everything about the sport. You know uh, everything, takedowns, everything, exercise, you know everything. You know everything uh, about your uh, mats on, on, on your gym, you know everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, about 11 years old, I started to slow down. I don't want to go to the training because I know everything. And uh, once I say to my mother, I say, okay, I can't uh, go to to the training because I don't uh, uh, take my uh, home exercise from the school. She say, no, you... Uh, you training and I say but uh, in in this way I can't uh, do my homework she say okay no problem go to training and when I went to home I see that she uh, do my homework for for me Mm. and Ah. I I understanding that I have no option (laughs) and I very appreciate for her because maybe uh, from this point I understanding that I uh, I don't uh, study uh, already the, uh, this uh, way of uh, martial arts in uh, w- with this training uh, with this trainer with this instructor, but I I for for now till now I go through through the way of uh, martial arts because she uh, she show me the priority priority of the mission yeah and from from another thing I <laughs> I, when uh, one Japanese instructor go to to, our, uh, to Ukraine, I uh, have some uh, speaking with him as translator. And uh, he say, you know, in our dojo, uh, you have one day in, in a month uh, that you can, without some says, uh, skip the training, one training a month. You can go to the to the training but once uh, once a month you can just don't uh, leave to to the gym and what interesting when guy have this opportunity they came to the gym Mm -hmm. because they haven't why why i must spend i just i i like the training so i go if i the training is something or with me or with my uh, with uh, this uh, type of martial arts maybe i just leave uh, this, uh, this dojo and this training and go to someone else
1: yeah yeah you know the this is the trick is that the priority <coughs> is figure out what the priority is once you know the priority it it becomes the whole thing i love i love training. so we're just over an hour now i really first yes we are I really appreciate you guys Zach. thank you for your time thank you so much for joining us it's been awesome sean as always thank you for being here does anybody have any quick final points before we shut her down i'm gonna go through the list zach you got any final points anything that's coming to mind
3: wishing everyone a great weekend keep coming back
1: there you go yuri final points
2: uh thank you i very glad to meet with zach and uh, he was uh, he's uh, uh interesting he has an interesting uh, point he didn't talk too much but he uh, he make a uh, right questions for 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 another guys yeah thank you very much. much very appreciate very appreciate to uh, shown a chance love you guys and uh, life is good
0: Yeah, John, final points? Yeah, I agree with Yuri. You know, uh, Zach bringing that quiet heat, or maybe Zach's younger brother (laughs) bringing the quiet heat. Uh, Good to see you, pal, of course. Good to see you, Yuri, of course. And thanks, boys, for bringing out uh, enough points that we can have enough of a conversation to barely scrape the surface yet again. Mm Mm-hmm. This is
1: the whole point of the collective that we can all discuss things and allow them to then seep into our brain and figure out how we're going to apply them to our lives. Just like we were talking in the beginning. And I'm going to leave this, leave us on a quote from Sun Tzu because we started on Sun Tzu. And that is, if you, you know your enemy and you know yourself, then the outcome of a thousand battles will be known. So that's not the exact quote because I couldn't remember it at the last minute, but that's the general gist of it.
0: Generally, Generally in there, speaking. Within yeah. the hand grenade
1: range. <laughs> hey, man, if, when it comes to explosives, you just got to be close. That's what it is. Alright, <laughs> uh, right, everybody, appreciate you joining us. If you haven't already, make sure that you subscribe and like and hit the notification bell so you can be uh, on, on in the game whenever we should go up live, which happens every day where we learn, build, and grow Together here on the collective. We'll talk to y'all later. Chimo.